Once every harvest moon, a talk show comes along that is so groundbreaking, raising the bar to such heights that other podcasts step back and say, wow, that show's got it figured out. With a host tempered in focus, commitment, and sheer will, this is The Derek Duvall Show. Pop culture, news, and interviews with fascinating people that channel the great Edward R. Murrow and Walter Cronkite. The Derek Duvall Show. Find him on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show and find his new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podchaser. The Derek Duvall Show. The best thing to happen to hump days since the Geico camel. What what? Welcome to another episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And I have a story that is so goddamn stupid that I couldn't just tell it myself, Trisha. I mean, I've told you. You already it's true. know. It's true. I, I, had to bring in, I had to bring in witnesses today. So joining us for the first time since I think our... Uh, 2010's bracket episodes. Mm-hmm. We got Megan right. us, bartender Megan. Say hi, Megan. Hello. And the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the one that hath doth been Superman dropped by a child in a slide, the one and only 2.0. Say hi, 2.0. How's it going? <laughs> All right. So, uh, there, there are so many facets to the story. We had a gentleman come in on Saturday night to the theater, and uh, I can That's only a very dis- nice way to say it. <laughs> I can only say has brought in the kind of stupid that we on this show. Like honestly, I'm thinking about canceling the show after this story because I've never had this happen <laughs> to me before. That is how unfathomably dumb this whole situation was. It was King oh. of Karens. He was King Richard. His wife was King Ka- or Queen Karen. So, sure. all that being said, we always have to start a good story at the beginning. We're not going to Tarantino this shit. So 2.0, you yeah. let off with this gentleman. So I'm going to let you start. All right. So, um... Basically, this was probably around, I'd say, like, maybe the late seven rounds. This man walks in. Um, was everybody watching the football game Thursday night? Um, this, this man was wearing a mask, kind of looking like Andy Reid's. Like, <laughs> it was a face shield, and it had, like, these cool glasses on it. And so this man walks in. Um, he buys two tickets to New, New Mutants. And so I'm just like, okay, I'll sell him his tickets. And he, he didn't have a problem the whole time. He was actually wearing kind of a cool Star Wars shirt. And it was a unique mask. And so I think, yeah, Megan was standing behind me. Um, we sold him his tickets. And um, he immediately took off his mask after that, his face shield. In which, and he pulled out a card. And I was like, okay, whatever. He's about to go to his movie. Um, I didn't really care at that point because, you know, like, you go off to his movie, he'll do whatever he wants. And so... He comes back out, and he says, I sold him tickets to the wrong movie, in which he, I know he specifically said New Mutants. And so from there, he talks to me at the bar, and he, he didn't put his mask back on, his, his face shield back on whenever he came out. And so I'm like, hey, man, can you 
go ahead, just wear that while you're in the lobby. And so that card that he had actually pulled out earlier that I didn't look at was actually what he was claiming to be a medical mask card that says he does not need to wear a mask well in any public place. And that's where it brings to uh, Sutton. So I did not know that, that he had pulled out the card beforehand. So I didn't even notice it. He didn't say anything about it. He just set it there on the counter. And I was just like, I don't. So, so he was ready to start the bullshit when he walked in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay. So I'm sitting at the bar because it's slow as hell. There's nothing else going on. I have nothing to really get up and do just yet. I got a little bit before I got to clean another show. So the gentleman, and I'm using that term very, very loosely. I'll call him Richard from here on out. Richard is not his real name, by the way. I do have that. And if I'm feeling real fucking Betty, I'll put the motherfucker on blast. But we'll get to that in a minute. So he comes out, talk, starts talking to you. You mentioned the whole mask thing. And I go, yes, sir. Can you please cover? You'll have to have to have a face covering on while you're in the lobby. And he immediately goes, well, I've got a medical mask exemption card that, you know, like starts flashing around. And I go, sir, I, I get that. However, our corporate policy, and this is fact, our corporate policy requires that anybody be in the, being in the lobby has to have their mask on. Once you're in your seat and watching the movie and you're snacking on your snacks, drinking your drinks, doing whatever, take the fucker off. We have said that on this show Trisha, how many times have we said that on the show? I've lost count. Uh, I have too. And I've, I've lost count of how many times I've told customers that because we get it all the time. They're like, do I have to wear it in, like, do you have to wear it in the theater once you're in your seat? We have it set up to where you're socially distant. So once you're in your seat, you're fine. You can take it off, do what you need to do. Just if you're in the lobby, going to the bathroom, whatever, put the mask on. Right. So 99% of the time, people are like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is this the, the first time that I've ever had somebody not just be completely against the mask, but go off the rails with it. When, so when the mask mandate first went in place, we did have a couple ladies that every week they came in and they tried to fight us on it, but they would always give up and put a mask on very quickly. Is that the Sunday hags? Yes. Yes. Okay. We haven't talked about the Sunday hags in a minute. I like that Megan's just laughing over there about that. Uh, I, think they stopped, uh, I think they stopped coming in when, when eventually they realized we weren't going to let them get away with not wearing a mask. <laughs> they probably stopped coming in when they realized they're not getting any more free movies. That too. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he's waving this card around and I have to give him credit because the card looks really good. You double checked for me, Trisha. Yeah, the, it had reporting info for ADA violations mm -hmm. that all the info on there is accurate. That is the phone number and email address that you would use in the event of you encountering an ADA violation that you want to support or report. Also, the DOJ does enforce those violations, which it said on there. So the, 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 the contact information, and also it had info about um, fines for if you're found guilty of committing an ADA violation. Those fines are accurate. It is 75,000 for the first offense and 150,000 for a second offense. That's accurate. That no, those However, those numbers and that contact info are accurate. However, the DOJ has reportedly, like repeatedly said, there is no medical mask exemption. Those cards do not exist. Any card you see is a fake. 
you can go on Etsy and search for them and people are just printing them and using like home lamination machines and selling them. Yeah. Like they're just printing them off their computer and selling them as if they're real. There, there is no actual card that is valid and, and legal. Right. Which brings me to this. So he's got this card and he's, well, it says right here, it'll, you know, you, you could be getting a $75,000 fine. You could be making the biggest mistake of your life. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I get that. I understand. However, the corporate policy says everyone has to have a face covering on. Doesn't specify mask, preferably a mask, but a face covering. The face covering is very important, and here's why. The ADA only requires that we make reasonable accommodations for people with actual disabilities. Also, local jurisdictions can decide not to enforce any ADA violations because they have the option to uh, basically deny it if that person is found to be a uh, threat to the health and well-being of the people around them. You know, like in pandemic times, they can say, no, you not wearing a mask is a bigger risk to everyone around you. So no, you're, you're not entitled to anything. You can just stay home and not go there. But right. yeah, as someone who studied education and therefore had to learn about the ADA, which by the way, I've seen it online. The ADA is not an organization. It's not. It's a piece of legislation. So if you see some idiot saying they called someone at the ADA and talked to them and they were told this, that person is an idiot making stuff up because right. you can't contact someone at the ADA. It's, it's the Americans with Disabilities Act. Right. That's like saying I contacted someone with Obamacare and they told me this. It, it's, it's a piece of legislation. Right. It's a piece of paper. It's a set of laws. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> there's no people to talk to. Yeah. But the ADA, what it boils down to is you can't discriminate and you have to provide a reasonable accommodation. And if you, the ADA, the people who enforce the ADA and provide information about the ADA have stated that a face shield is considered a reasonable accommodation. This Which man walked I in with a face shield and was allowed to buy a ticket wearing a face shield. Right. What did you say, Megan, just a second ago? I said the guy had a face shield. He had it in his hand the whole time. He did. And that's what really chapped my ass. So <laughs> this is how bad of a mood this put me in. I was actually in a bad mood for like three days after the fact. It's true. So Still in a bad mood. Well, I'm always in a bad mood, but I feel like Weezer and Steel Magnolias. I've been in a bad mood for 32 years. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Very bad mood. Yeah. So anyway... So this guy keeps going on, and I just tell him, sir, I understand, but that's the corporate policy. I can't do anything about that. The only thing I'm asking you to do is put the mask on. That's it. That's all you have to do. You have the shield yeah. in your hand. And he goes, well, I'm going to record this whole thing, and just it'll look really bad for you. And I go, you know what? At that point, the Kyle Sutton's fuck it switch, which you can see <laughs> over here, Megan, that you see. Hold on. I want to point it out. The fuck it switch, okay. it went click. It engaged. The fuck it switch that is already broken. Yes, yes. It was even more broken that night. So I just said, you do what you have to do, but that is, I am doing my job and telling you that you have to have that on. Motherfucker called that bluff, not that it was really a bluff, and starts recording, telling what theater we're at, you know, what his whole situation is, flashes his little, his little card on, on screen, which, 
by the way, it's a pretty good looking card. I've seen some pretty yes. shitty ones online. This is actually a pretty good looking card. This thing looks legit. It did. Yeah. The only thing is, is about those cards, if it was a legit item that you actually got from, you know, your, your, you know, uh, your, your, your primary physician, primary care provider. That's what I was looking for. Sorry, not a doctor, not a nurse. Don't remember the shit. You think I'd remember it with my, my nurse wife, but anyway, <laughs> so my PCP, you get that from your doctor and it would have your name on it and it would probably have the doctor's information on it and it would have a special number on there that it, prescribes it only to you none of that shit's on this card so he busts out his phone and he goes so what did you just tell me i said sir we require you to wear a face covering out here in the lobby if you refuse to do so you've already bought your ticket if you refuse to do so we can refund you and you may leave well he puts the phone away at that point and then goes he goes well no that's i said he i go that's it that's your two options he goes you're making the biggest mistake of your life and i almost looked at him and said Buddy, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I won't vote for him in 2020. So you might be right. This might be my biggest mistake ever. It's going to be cutting it kind of close though, because I've had some good ones over the years. So that was just for you 2.0, just for you. <laughs> I can see that fuck you look on your face. It's great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah. So he keeps going on and on until finally I go, okay, 2.0, go ahead and get him a refund. Did I not? No, you said it. You said it clear and straight. Get him a refund. Get him a refund. I'll make this super easy for you. So then he starts going, no, I don't want a refund. I just want to watch the movie. I said, then you need to put your mask on here in the lobby. He goes, well, how about you do this? How about you go ahead and call the cops and I'll go watch my movie. And I said, if that's the way you want it, that's the way you gets it. So because Trisha, as you know, and Megan, and 2.0, the customer is always right. And by God, I love to fucking deliver. So I called the cops. So now I've wasted local PD's time. They come out and check into everything. This dude's wife comes out. Karen comes out. He disappeared out. Oh, pretty quick when he got on the phone Karen with yet. the cops, though. Yeah. 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 We haven't so, even seen Karen yet. Yeah. He, he didn't think that he was actually going to call the cops. He he was trying to call his bluff. As soon as Sutton called the uh, put, got on the phone, he uh, he went back into the movie and just kind of walked off. Yep. Because oh, yeah. as, as soon as you said the cops were coming, the first thing I did was run over the register, get the receipt, get an extra copy of the tickets, everything that the cops need to know to investigate. Yep. Um, but no, we at that point, we hadn't even seen Karen yet. That's why whenever she came out of theater, I was like, where did she come from? Because I didn't see her coming into the lobby. Yeah. The whole thing felt like somebody just trying to stir shit. So yeah, maybe she was already in there watching to the seat. Maybe. I don't so. know. So she comes out as I'm talking to the cops and I, she doesn't have her mask on. Has it in her fucking hand, mind you. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> and so she goes, I go, ma'am, do you have a mask? You have to have it on in the lobby. And she goes, well, I know that, but uh, I just came out here to find out what the hell's going off my husband, you know. And that's when the cops go, ma'am, are you, are you here with another man that, or the man that he's calling about? And she goes, I, probably. So like, sure enough, turns out she is the wife to Richard. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm just going, okay. So I just kind of step back and wait to see what's going to happen. She's decided she just wants the refund. They're going to go. And uh, that they'll go ahead and report it to corporate because this is ridiculous and that, that, this, that, and the other. By the way, Megan 2.0, did you notice how quick to ass kissing she got with the cops? 
Oh yeah. And letting so, them know that they were wasting their or that that we me had wasted their time by calling them out for this this stupid incident. Oh yeah. It it, it just kept the, the cops kept being clear to her that like this is no longer a mask incident, but this is now a trespassing, trespassing incident. incident. And it took a few times because she she wouldn't get that to their head. The only thing she was thinking yeah. about is that how am I gonna insult this cop next? Once once a, a business has asked you to leave, it doesn't matter what led up to that. You have been asked to leave. You are now trespassing, and the cops are going to escort you out. No matter what happened, you no longer have a right to be on the premises. Exactly. So, as I stand there, she decides she's going to get the refund. I say, you know what? Okay, if it gets you out the door, I'll get you the fucking refund. I'd already kind of started making up my mind they weren't going to get one, but we'll get to that. So, she gets her refund, and then she wants corporate's number. Well, our corporation does not use phones for shit. Everything's done by email. So I offer her our district manager's email. And she goes, well, I've done that before and not been able to get through. And I'm sitting there going, oh, great. So you've been a Karen before about the stupid shit. You probably made the same spelling mistake that everybody always makes, no matter how many times we try to be very clear when giving emails. So I wrote it down for her. And as I'm writing it down, she starts trying to goad me about how I described her husband to the cops, to which I'm going, I'm just sitting there just quiet. And I'm sitting there going, yes, your husband is chunky. Like I'm chunky. Like there's nothing like that has nothing to do with how I feel about this current situation. That's how I described him. He's a heavier set dude with dirty blonde hair. Kind of looks like an asshole. How about that? I could have said that. So, as I'm writing it down, she's trying to goad me. And then she follows up with, by the way, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I just, I just think this is ridiculous that you're having to enforce it. I'm not sitting there going, like I said, it's the job. I got to do it. You know, you do what you got to do. So, here you go. Reach out to them. Hope they get back to you soon. The end. They wound up spending, what, another five to ten minutes chewing the cop's ears after that? Inside. We don't know how long they chewed them out outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, this shit went on and on and on. And so therefore I made this Twitter feed, Twitter post saying, by the way, Kyle might be getting internet famous soon. So just keep an eye out for that. It hasn't happened yet, but the week's still long. <laughs> so You know the guy's name, you should check his Facebook to see if he posted a video or something about it. You know what's really funny is Crystal went and looked it up after I, uh, and let me, I have to tell you guys how I got the name. Cause that, that's the next part of the story. That's really damn funny. I'm not going to lie. I tried to find it too, but since I didn't see the dude, I didn't know which one. Know it looked like. It's too Chris common of a name. There's too many profiles. Yeah. Crystal found him and immediately shows, <laughs> him, shows the picture to me. And she goes, is this him? And I go, oh yeah, that's him. She goes, yeah, he looks like a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts looking up his wife and goes, oh, that's a stupid name. And I go, God damn, Crystal. Like, really? Like, fuck it. She did. She started roasting him. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my God. Oh, that's great. And now we know why you married her. No, she wasn't like that when we met. I, I uh, fixed that problem and I have so many regrets. True. See, I told you, you know, might be my biggest regret. Might be that. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Corrupting Crystal is your greatest regret. My greatest regret. She was so sweet and innocent when she met me, but so many are. So here's the follow-up. 2-0, Megan, you guys hadn't heard this part yet. Uh-oh. So they emailed. Oh, shit. They emailed. <laughs> well, first off, homeboy can't write for shit. Uh, secondly, you guys can now refer to me as either cowboy or king because that's what he described me as acting like. 
Like I'm either I was either cowboy or king because of my attitude. And I'm sitting here going, saddle up, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> so in his diatribe, he also accused me of saying that I should have taken a swing on him. And I'm sitting there going, did I say that? I don't think I said that. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. Not while they were in the building anyway. I probably held one lines somewhere. So I really wish it was legal to. <laughs> I feel like you probably did when you were texting me about the situation, but. Yes. I was more worried about him taking a swing on you than you taking a swing on him. Exactly. And had that happened, you guys would have gotten a fucking show. <laughs> so anyway, I did not say anything of the sort because I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. Because I'm you're not dumb. But I have already said, I'm going to let the cops handle it because this is fucking stupid. Yeah. The end. Now, after they were gone, I definitely talked shit because, you know, like you do. Yeah. It's this show. <laughs> so anyway, so he said, I said all these things and yeah. this, that, and the other. And he wanted to know what corporate was going to do about it. Mind you, I'd already emailed our district manager and let him know what was going on. Who also followed up in an email to me saying, by the way, you know, those cards aren't legit. And I said, yes, I'm aware. That's coming from like the, the next guy up, you know, or next guy down from the top of the company, either way. Yeah. Either way. They ain't One of the legit. higher, higher ups. Yes. Ain't legit. So I've got the backing of like, you know, our like main man's right hand man at this point. So this dude sends his email like, I will give you a chance to make this right and this, that, and the other, and you know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even read the whole email. I was laughing too hard because I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? Serious. I'm, I was yeah. still stuck on the cowboy or king thing. I was still You're going, going to try to find yourself a Spurs and uh, some, some. I was going to jangle that up in that bitch. So, uh, anyway, so the higher up responds back and says, uh, you know, sorry about your experience, but yes, we do require masks in the lobby and we will stand by our employees with that. Basically, yes, this is a corporate policy and he did what he was supposed to. Exactly. So, Homeboy responds back and threatens him with a personal injury lawyer. Oh, shit. He wasn't injured. He wasn't injured. <laughs> Sorry, that look on the Sorry, your feelings were hurt. Goddamn. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, so, what I couldn't, that's what I couldn't get over. I'm like, goddamn, yeah. did I fucking hurt you that bad? Well, like, first of all, if you, if you would find a lawyer that's willing to take that case, I guarantee you it's a leech of a lawyer that just wants your money, knows you're not going to win. And even if you do find said lawyer, a judge is going to kick you out of court and be like, stop wasting my time, go away. Exactly. I kind of want to know if either A, the personal injury lawyer is just a buddy who's like, yeah, just put my name on it and it'll kind of intimidate them. Or if he just found somebody online. No, and decided thing, to he, didn't, he didn't give a name or a specific. He just <laughs> said, I will contact a personal injury lawyer. Oh shit! So it's not like he already has one on retainer that he's like, "I'll be contacting so and so." He just said, yeah. "A lawyer." That guy literally okay. just went from being an asshole to all of us and us being the victims to be like, "I'm losing now. I'm the victim." <laughs> Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. He did. He, uh, yeah. He, he, he didn't get what he wanted. He's throwing his little toddler temper tantrum, and but now he kept... he's, been, he's become. I got free content for the show. It's a win-win-win. He just thought if he threw a big enough fit for long enough, someone would give in and give him a bunch of free stuff and validate his opinion. But it, it ain't gonna happen. Nope. Nope. You can only imagine the content you'll get if he actually does get a lawyer and the lawyer emails. 
I I will have to watch it. I probably should be watching it with this one because uh, you know if he does you know get a lawyer, obviously we have to clam up about this story. Yeah. And he could probably use this for evidence. And I'm sure everybody that would listen to it as the evidence would go, "Wow, he sounds like a fucking asshole." And I go, "Yeah, that's why I made him part of the show." <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. I said I want him to post the video so Kyle can become the next uh, famous manager like the Costco manager from Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I, I That's am... the thing like we've seen so many of those videos of people throwing a fit about masks and businesses and, and they post it thinking that people are going to be on their side and everyone's like oh wow that employee handled that so well. Like everyone praises the employee and everyone's like man that dude's a dick. It's true. That manager is awesome. Yeah. But why do you think people are going to be on your side? It hasn't happened yet. And we're six months into this pandemic. I've already decided, though, as soon as it's posted, I will share it. I will share it to our Twitter feed, and I will make a response video because, again, King Petty of the Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. Like, again, number of fucks given, still zero. Still (laughs) zero. Might be negative at this point. I, I am owed fucks from over the years. That's that's how bad it is. Ain't that the truth. So, yeah. So, yeah. That is what I got to deal with. And this is on top of other personal shit going on in my life. Like, nothing major. Well, major, but not, like, like awful at home. But, you know, family uh, issues. Yeah. So, you know, made for a great fucking weekend. So... Okay. That was not only the only thing that happened that day, too. Remember, early in the day, I had I ended up kicking out twenty kids. Yes, for real. And then even later that night, that the rest of that shift didn't get better after that because no. we had to stay another hour. Uh, yeah, we wound up. Megan and I wound up having to stay another hour late because Megan. I'll let you tell this one because you made a TikTok about it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so we had a show. It was supposed to start at nine thirty. In our grand screen. And those projectors start automatically. They're on a timer. Like, so this like lady most theaters out. are anymore. Yeah, so this lady comes out. Very nice, very polite. She's not wearing a mask, though. So I go to get her on about the mask. And she's just like, I'm sorry. Our movie hasn't started. Isn't Shouldn't it have started by now? And I'm like, the, the 9.30? She's like, yeah. And I looked at my phone, and it was about 10.15. So I go in there, and I look, and there's nothing on the screen at all. And I have to go and I have to tell Sutton that it did not start up and I don't know why. And she's just like, okay, we were just wondering. And I'm like, 45 fucking minutes later? Uh, we have people that come out literally 30 seconds after their movie's supposed to start. Like, why isn't it started? It hasn't started. Is it going to start? We have people who come out during the pre-show and complain about the movie. And they had already eaten all their popcorn, too. Like... <laughs> They were the most patient people on the face of the planet, I'd say, to wait 45 minutes. They were just minutes. hanging out. And yeah, you're right. You're right about that, Trisha. People who come in, like, movie's not starting. I'm like, when's the movie starting? Like, in five minutes? Well, I'm like, well, there's your question. You just answered your own question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I was already frustrated. I almost sat there and said, you know what? Screw it. Here's the thing. There were two groups of three people for six people total in that auditorium, and not one of them could come and say, by the way, our movie hasn't started until 45 minutes after the start time. It's almost, with previews, it's almost a three-hour movie. It's Tenet. Like, I've had something like that happening once before. We randomly showed like a Bollywood movie, mm-hmm. which we have another theater on the other side of the state line that 
does that regularly. We yeah. don't. So it was just a one-off random, and I set it up. What I didn't realize is that they were sent in two different files. It was the first half and the second half. I didn't know this. Oh. I'd never experienced that before. So the second half obviously didn't start because I didn't program it. How my word I am. So uh, this, this poor gentleman comes out and he just very nicely is like, um, I think there's a problem because our movie stopped and it the, the it hasn't continued. And I was like, what? Yeah. They literally sat there. There was like 30 people in there and they literally just sat there patiently for like 30 minutes waiting for the second half of the movie to start. And so I rush up there and I start it and I have to like adjust everything. And we go to pass out like passes at the end of the movie because they sat there for 30 minutes and they were... <laughs> They were super confused. They're like, why are you giving this to me? Yeah. Be uh, because I your had... movie stopped for half an hour and I don't want you to yell at me? Yeah. The two <laughs> times I have had it happen to me before, it was during the day. So it wasn't like the, you know, at the end when mm -hmm. I'm trying to go home. But one of them was uh, in our kids. They were both happened in our kids theater. Uh, one of them, though, was just 45 minute late start. Went, got it started, got it going, skipped the previews. Luckily, it was a short enough movie. It didn't run into the next showtime. We had time to clean it. The other time it happened, they came to see one movie that was playing in there and wound up watching the first 45 minutes of Mary Poppins Returns before they came and said anything. I forgot about no. that. And that was a full theater. That was a fat minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we were finally due, but damn, what a night to pick. It's all right. We had another one last night, Sutton. Oh, shit. Another late hear? start? The 4D. Oh, yeah. oh, what happened with the 4D? Uh, so we have Tenet in the 4D, and this guy comes out, and the show's been going on. It started at 6, and this guy comes out at, like, 7.30. And he's like, hey, so the seats and stuff are supposed to move and all that, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, so what else is supposed to happen in the 4D? <laughs> So I tell him, other than the seats moving, there's lighting effects, there's like weather effects, there's smell effects. He's like, oh, we're not getting any of that. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's not doing anything. It's just like nothing. I'm like, I'll go check on it. Kevin went up and said that it hadn't even been turned on. Yeah. It just didn't but... start at all. But they waited like an hour and a half. Before they finally came. Say something. Was the air compressor off or did it not play the right... Was it not? It just the... it just didn't start. No, but like, was the movie running or was it the, the movie was that... running? It was just the seats and everything like that. Sounds like the air compressor was off. Yeah, that would be my. Kevin guess. went up and well, the boss went up and turned it on. So, because I was there yesterday for that time. Either that or it missed the cue for the profile. Well, yeah, that's he had to go before. back up and turn it back on again. Weird. Yeah, he had to go do something, but yeah, an hour and a half. So then we had to give out passes. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, so we're getting ready to take a break. I've got to do an ad read real quick, but uh, Megan 2.0, thank you for joining me, uh, joining us, sorry. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Trisha, I apologize. <laughs> Look at Trisha's face. I know, it's okay. Utter betrayal. She, she should be used to it by now. So anyway, thanks guys for joining us. Uh, real quick, uh, 2.0. Yeah. Do you enjoy video games, drinking, and attempting to solve the world's problems through ridiculous schemes? I sure do. You're not allowed to drink. You're not 21 yet. Shut the hell up. Uh, All right. 
So, spend some time with Zach and Josh from the Midwest Meltdown. This show is created by two friends who have spent the past 14 years telling funny stories, talking about video games, and anything else that comes to mind. They wanted to turn their passion for gaming into something they could share with others. Again, that's the Midwest Meltdown on Spotify, Apple Music, and Podbean. Check them out, and they would be happy to have you. Like I've said before, it's us, but take out movies and substitute video games. It's a great show. They, they actually do more than video games. They actually do life and stuff, too. It's... Uh, the last episode I actually got to listen to, they actually talked about one of them, uh, their dating lives, and it was hilarious. Like uh, us, but take out movies and add in video games. Yeah, well, that's fair. All right, well, we'll be back. All right, we're back. So, Trisha, do you want good news or do you want bad news first? I don't know. Start with bad. All right, let's start with the bad news. Well, the bad news is we talked about the delay or the potential delay. And then as soon as we talked about it and dropped the episode, that's when the news came out. Because yep. that's what happens. Because that's what happens to us. Yes. So every time. So we dropped a new episode last Friday talking about the potential. And then the reality happened literally as soon as we dropped it. Yep. Wonder Woman 1984 is being pushed back from its October 2nd release date. So this is what, the third or fourth time it's now moved? I don't know. Has it been that many? Let's see. It was supposed to be... It was supposed to be July? It was supposed to be November of 2019. It got pushed to June 2020. Then October. Yeah, this will make the fourth time. So, or the fourth release date. Um, Yeah, so it's being pushed back to Christmas Christmas Day? Christmas week? Christmas Day? I want to say Christmas Day. I think it's Christmas Day. I would not be surprised if they open it a couple days early just to get... Have, have they said anything about Dune, though? Dune has been pushed back, uh, I think, to 2021. Because okay. so, I, I just haven't seen anything official about Dune. That's That was my only question. Yeah, hold on a second. I'll find out. But we know for sure Wonder Woman's being pushed back to Christmas. Because that was literally, what, the day after the Dune trailer dropped? Was it the day after? Oh yeah, it was like a day. It was like right around the same time because I remember talking to our boss about how much it sucked that they literally just dropped the trailer and they're probably gonna have to change the date now. Yeah, Um, which to be fair, I don't think that trailer had uh, had a date attached. Probably not. No one's attaching dates to anything right now. Yeah, nor should they. Um, All all of our posters are coming with with the the line coming soon. Coming to theaters. That's that's my personal favorite. Where Tenet said coming to theaters. I feel like most of the others have just said coming soon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Not that I'm examining each one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dune, did you did you you started the book right? I still have only read chapter one. Me too. So we're we're dead even now. So okay. uh, basically, chapter one covers that first segment of the trailer where he's got his hand in the box. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. So there you go. There's our book club update for the week. <laughs> We'll do better next time, maybe. Uh, but now we know they're testing him to see if he's a human. Yes, which is... I, I only vaguely know what that means because of people talking about Dune. Yes. Okay, as of right now, all I am seeing is that December 18th date for it, which I'm sure is going to change. I thought... I, I mean, thought- I'm sure it is. I just hasn't... I hadn't seen anything, any sort of official announcement about it. Yeah. Um, let, let's Which, let's, get back let's to be Wonder honest. It's going to happen. Yes, they're not going to release Wonder Woman and Dune right around the same time. No, no. Um, 
no, with with Warner Brothers deciding to move Wonder Woman like that, uh, basically, yeah, they're not. We said this last week in regards to tenants extended stay in theaters. They're not going to cannibalize themselves. Uh, they they want their movies to make as much money as possible while in theaters. So they know that they're not going to make as much money as they would have. So right. they're wanting to maximize the opportunity right. to make their profits as much right. as they can. Yeah. So so you're pushing it back two months from October to December over the holiday, the Christmas weekend or week. Um, that is a good time to drop that movie. I know uh, Aquaman a couple of years ago released around that time and mm-hmm. was very successful. Yeah. DC's probably hoping to replicate that while also hoping that maybe theaters will be a little more open than what they currently are. Hopefully. Um, so yeah, so like I said, the, the move is not surprising. Uh, what was surprising, however, they weren't the only one to jump ship from October. Uh, the other, one of the other big releases for the month of October, and this one for the Halloween crowd, is Candyman. Uh, so Candyman has been pushed out of 2020 altogether. It's going into 2021. Um, which one, it sucks because I was really looking forward to it. And it already sucks that Universal had pulled Halloween Kills from 2020 mm-hmm. and was pushing it to 2021. Now we have to wait for Candyman as well. Yeah. Um, you know, when theaters are already hurting for content. Uh, now we, we don't have any sort of major releases till as of right now in November. Right. As of like right Thanksgiving now. Thanksgiving time. Yeah, as of right now, well, officially. Officially. Officially, officially as of the moment we are recording this. Yes. So, as of time of this recording, Black Widow is still scheduled for November 6th. However, there was a report, I think, yesterday from Variety that that could be changing uh, to where Black Widow gets pushed later into November or December uh, or even into 2021. Um not only that, uh, what was the other one? Um, cripes, I forgot. There was another November release. The, everything is shifting so fast that it's hard I've to- I've lost keep... track of everything at this point. I've yeah. given up. Um, and it sucks. It, it really sucks. Um, oh, Soul. Sorry. I had to keep oh, up yeah, with yeah, the yeah. So there's also to- talk of, with that, Soul, which is supposed to open Thanksgiving week, opposite No Time to Die, that potentially getting dropped over to Disney Plus. And now the question becomes, will it be like they did with Onward, where they just threw it on there and called it good? Or will it be like Mulan, where they charge the $30 premiere access fee? Uh, which we'll get to that in a minute, because we're starting to get some numbers about that. And we're, we're honestly, Trisha, I'm terrified. Um, because if the mouse is doing it, everybody else is going to follow suit. Um, especially if it's that successful. So, uh, yeah, so it just, it sucks. So as of right now, if, if those two movies wind up shifting out, the only major release we will have between, or, you know, will come, no, won't come until November and it won't be until late November and it'll be the new Bond movie, No Time to Die, which, uh, I gotta give Eon props. They are, MGM and Eon are both saying November. They are sticking to November. Um, they they actually dropped a new poster this week, which looks great. It says November, so um, nice. Yeah, so I am hoping that 007 comes back sooner than later. Honestly, if Black Widow moves, I won't be surprised if Bond goes ahead and jumps up a couple weeks. Hopefully, 
hopefully. Um, the other thing that's gonna factor into all this too is New York. So uh, we actually got information today, apparently the our NATO, not, not defense NATO, but movie theater NATO. <laughs> My dad refers to it as the other NATO. Yes. Uh, Although it really is the original NATO, but right. whatever. So movie NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners, uh, has started a petition uh, for Governor Cuomo of New York to start opening theaters in New York, uh, specifically New York City, which, granted, Cuomo is going to do whatever he thinks is best for his yeah. constituents, as he should. He should definitely be doing, doing right by you know keeping people safe. Yeah. If that means keeping theaters closed, I'm, I have to support that decision. I respect it. I'm not going to be happy about it, but I respect it. Um, I'm certainly not going to go over there yeah. and show my ass and pull out a phone with Cuomo and say, hey, why aren't you opening movie theaters? So, um, Yeah, be, be kind to anyone in, in not just movie theater, you know, not just movie exhibition, but anyone in any sort of entertainment industry because we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place because on the one hand, we're facing the potential of not having a job if our if our industries fail. Right. So in that, in that regards, we want to encourage people to come out and help us out, et cetera. But on the other hand, we're, we're human. We have empathy. We get how serious it is. And so you're sitting there going, I, I want my industry to survive, but at the same time, I want people to be safe. Exactly. So it's, it's rough for us right now. So just exactly. So with that in mind to be nice to us, please. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't bust out the phone and threaten me with $75,000. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Uh, sorry, going back to that story, I forgot to mention it with those other two. Uh, apparently, he thought he was going to get seventy-five or half of that seventy-five thousand dollars fine. I don't know where he came up with that stupid sir, shit. Sir, do you understand how government fines work? Yeah, you it don't, don't work like that. If you can get a civil suit to actually work out in your favor, maybe you can have half of that. But otherwise, anyway, neither here nor there. Please, please, be nice to your. No, no. I was talking about people in entertainment being in a rough yeah. spot. Like just. As an example of something I noticed, there's a band that I love. We talked about them on the show before when we went to the Simple Plan show. The other headliner was State Champs. I love State Champs. Yes. But they are not a top 40 super rich band and they make their money off of touring, which they can't do. So their guitarist actually was tweeting about how he actually went out and got a job. Like a, a, a real, not, not real job. Touring musician is a real job, but like. A, a traditional like job like he talked about working an eight-hour shift for the first time in years and i was just like oh, can you imagine like you're you're living your dream may not be making a ton of money off it but you're living your dream and you're happy and everything's great and then all of a sudden this happens and you have to go back to doing you know crap job just to pay the bills yeah that sucks yeah i can't i can't I, i'm working two jobs just to make ends meet right now and you know, getting ready to interview for a third one that might replace the other two. So we'll, we'll see, like, uh, yeah, and I don't want to do it. Like, I love, I love working at that theater. You know, I love working with you. I love working with all of our staff, including 2.0 and Megan. And, you know, uh, yeah, to see, to see an industry that I love get, get hurt so bad because of a pandemic, yeah. I never thought I'd see it. And, yeah. Yet here we are. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so NATO has has started petitioning Cuomo to do it. So we're going to keep an eye on that. See what happens. If you're in the New York area and you want to want to try and make an impact and try and help other entertainers, 
or people in the entertainment industry like ourselves, feel free to write him. Feel free to say, hey, please open the theaters. You know, we want to get back to normal. We want to, we want to go safely. You know, if, if you have to impose uh, uh, capacity limits and mask mandates and all that, do it. But we need, we want to get out. We want to go see the movies and we want to support these people in their industry. We would appreciate even, it. Even if you're not not in New York, if you're in an area, not just of the U.S., but anywhere in the world, honestly, because let's be real, everywhere else in the world is handling this way better than we are here in the States. True. If you're in any part of the world that has movie theaters open, go out, see a movie. Show show the studios that people want to see yeah. movies in a theater. And if you are in an area where the, your theaters are closed, consider buying a gift card for your local theater. Yep. That That helps. Yeah. Yeah, anything. Like, our theater chain is actually going to be doing a lot more retro titles coming mm -hmm. up starting this weekend. Yeah, because uh, we're, we're, we're not getting new movies. Yeah. We, we, have like, to... we thought once new movies started that they we would get back up and going like normal, and it's just yeah. not happening. Sadly. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, honestly, that's just where we're at, and it, it sucks, and you know, with, with these constant changes, like I said, we, as a show, we can't even keep up with the constant changes. Yeah. Uh, so. I, yeah. I don't know how many times I've had customers come up and they're like, Hey, do you know when this movie's coming out? And I'm like, Honestly, I, I used to have dates committed to my, to my. Yeah. Movie. All right. At least I'd have an idea. Like I could at least get you the month or the time of year. Yeah. I, I literally had a customer come up I don't remember what day it was. I've worked several days this week. Yeah. But she came up and was like, do you know what A Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out? And I was like, unfortunately, it's it's going to be March. She's like, March? She thought I was talking about the original release date. I'm like, no, no, no. It was supposed to come out last March. This past March. And then it was pushed back to October. October? September. I don't know. It was supposed. Then it was supposed to be this fall. Yeah. And then they pushed it again to next March. And she's like, are you serious? Not yeah. a choice. Trust me. That's the one movie that I've been the most disappointed for uh, for the delays because I've been so excited to see that movie. Yeah. I was like, things are changing so quickly that I can't even guarantee that that's going to be the final day. If things start going well, they may move it back up. At this point, I doubt it. We're running out of time for that to happen. Yeah. Like, it might get moved again. I, we don't. Bottom line is we have no idea. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. And then, and then, as I mentioned earlier, the the uh, reportedly, um, this is coming from Seven Park data from a story from Yahoo Finance. So this this does not help our situation at all. Um, I'm just going to kind of read read this. So Disney took a calculated risk releasing its live action Mulan remake on streaming service. Uh, Disney Plus, which new data suggests is paying off. So, Seven Park Data, which is uh, an analytics research firm, um, found that nearly 29% of U.S. households that subscribe to Disney Plus purchased that $30, uh, $30 Mulan access thing uh, going through September 12th, which obviously went higher than some of the, the stuff that they already have on there that you can watch as part of your regular membership. Yeah. So during the company's last earnings report, Disney said that the streaming platform has amassed over 60 million global, global uh, subscribers. 
I keep wanting to say survivors because I feel like that's what we're trying to do. Uh, assuming that U.S. households make up 50% of that total base, uh, Disney has not broken out exact number of U.S.-based subscribers. Seven Parks data suggests that roughly 9 million users purchased the Mulan film for $30 a pop. That comes out to about $261 million is what this report's saying, uh, which is, it's good. Uh, it, it's a good number for Disney. It's a bad number for us. Um, you know, I, I, although I did a little math on it, uh, I told you. And it's I, good, but it's not as good as it could have been. Right. Because had, let's say that out of that, or that 9 million, let's say on average, it's each of those 9 million is one family of four. So multiply nine by four. And then take that number, take your, your four people, multiply that by an average of $12 a movie ticket. That's about $48 per group. So if I did this right, 48 times, sorry guys, doing math on the fly here, uh, times 9 million, had 9 million families of four at $12 a pop gone out to see the movie on average in theaters. Disney's looking at $432 million as opposed to $260 million. Now, take away another $43 million, they're looking at about $388, almost $390 million, which is still great. And that's that's on the high end of, of theaters getting a 10% someone, cut. Someone said the budget was $200 million for the movie? Has to clear about four hundred for... I was like, well, Jack, add in uh, marketing costs and whatnot. So. Right. If you think about it, mm-hmm. it's not like at first you're like, oh man, they made over $200 million, like $290 million was great. But at this point, Disney's going to make their money back and make a very small profit Yeah, on a movie that they had anticipated being big. Right. And that's also, you have to take into consideration. So, yeah. um, so best case scenario of this for us, they see it as a viable option for the smaller movies and they still send us the blockbusters. Yes. Um, and it's going to depend on the long run. Once we see, once we see some other numbers, like an extended run, if that movie caps out at 400 million, they've made their money. They've broken even essentially. Because what, what you're not even factoring into, which I didn't even get a chance. I didn't think about till after we stopped texting earlier today. Mm -hmm. Think about how many of those people would have gone, are probably going to watch that movie multiple times. And how many people would have gone to see it multiple times in theaters paying ticket price for each showing they went to. Right. How many of those people would have seen it twice? Yeah. Maybe three times. Yeah. Which now they can watch it every single day for no extra money. Right. And that's, that's considering the ones that actually liked it. Because remember... If, if we go based just on the Rotten Tomatoes audience score, only half of the people that watched it liked it. So, and not only that, over in China, which does not have a representation issue like we do here in the States. Oh, no. China has a massive film industry. Yeah. Uh, so it had a tepid response over there as well. Didn't, I don't think even cleared 40 million in its opening weekend uh, i want to say it was 29 million was yeah. all made yeah uh something it, like that it was low um and that's not what disney was banking on nope 
so yeah, so even factoring in a global gross, like I said, this movie's probably going to break even, probably going to make, you're right, probably a small profit. Um, and they'll see that as a viable option for smaller films, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Like you were talking about Soul going to, to Disney Plus potentially. And I'm like, I, I do want to see everything Disney coming our way because it doesn't matter if that Disney name is on it, there's going to be parents to bring their kids to. Well, yeah, and especially Disney Pixar. But at the same time, I don't think I've heard a single person talk about Soul. No. So There's been no advertising Soul, for it. Yeah, losing Soul to Disney Plus, I'm like, I mean, it sucks, but yeah, it's not on the same level as losing Mulan or Black Widow. Right. It's so not I'm a like, it's not a brand name because it is. If I have to sacrifice Soul to make sure that Black Widow comes out in theaters, I'll take that. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely take that. Um, so, yeah, so that's all going to determine what happens with us as uh, and with Disney. Like I said, the, the studios are watching to see what the mouse does. So, uh, tenants cleared about 200 million worldwide, including with domestic grosses numbers aren't great either but it's also going to have an extended run in theaters as more cities open up more people are going to go see it it's we also probably we opened go with we opened it with over half of our theaters showing it mm -hmm. and i mean we've dropped screens every week it's been out but we still have what do we have this weekend i think three yeah screens showing it this weekend and that's that's on its third weekend yeah so we'll have it for a while. We'll have it basically. I can almost guarantee you, we'll have it as long as it's selling anything, and the studio will let us. Yep. Because yeah. it's still selling about as well as anything is right now. Yeah. We're not. We're not. I mean, we're only at fifty percent capacity, but we're not even like selling out right. our fifty percent capacity right now. Right, and then and that's and that's why there's now a big push for New York to to open their theaters because yeah. once New York City and even. California once they get LA and San Francisco open they're going to need movies and Tenet yeah. is Tenet's a great one to open with like um you know I I see it doing well in those major cities where people want to get out and go see a big grand scale movie and I think that's yeah. gonna be perfect for it so I would imagine it's grosses are going to be good going down the road it's just getting there yeah so I don't know so now we're gonna watch Disney and Warner Brothers kind of go back and forth and see it's one of those movies we're gonna have to wait a while to see yeah what the final result is on that because most movies you look at the first weekend gross and you're like oh this is a success yay this is not going to be one of those yeah it's going to be it's because of its slow rollout we're yeah. going to watch was it what it does over the next even months yeah where we can really make a decision on to how it's gone all signs point to good just slow yes yeah so, and, and with and with nothing new coming out like well substantially new yeah. not coming yeah. out i think the only other for october the only major title which will still be a mid-budget title is death on the nile which has got a star-studded yeah. cast it's not it's not going to do ten, it's not going to do numbers like any of these others but it should it should be a nice boon at yeah. some point there yeah. so uh yeah so that's at this point anything new is going to do something because people are star people that want to go to the movies and have been going to the movies they, they get bored of retro titles yeah and they'll, they'll go see anything at this point anything new just it's to true. see something new yeah so anyway
This may uh, be a great time for some of those small independent films that weren't sure if they'd ever get any traction. I was going to say, yeah, anything with a low budget that wants to just throw out some marketing, get some ads out there, and get people in the theaters. I, like, I can't imagine that. Unhinged would have done as well yeah. as it did no. if it had been released <laughs> in the normal times. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it's, it's made its budget, budget back yet, but I mean, at least it's doing something. Uh, we still know. sell to it yeah. oh, a bit. Not a lot. I a actually bit. had somebody the other day tell me it was awesome, and I just looked at them and I said, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I can't say that it was awesome, but it was it was all right. I didn't. That I didn't may be a little it. strong of a word. Yeah, I'm like I've seen some awesome movies. You should watch Tenet. That's an awesome movie. Uh, awe inspiring, anyway. So, anyway, um, all right. Let's get away from the bad news. Want to talk some good news? Let's yeah. Talk good news, uh, and it's gonna all be in the superhero realm. We now have a She-Hulk Woo. for the She-Hulk Disney Plus series. We can't get away from Disney, fuckers. Anyway. Yeah, but, but they're hands off of Marvel, so. I know. So, we have She-Hulk, Orphan Black's Tatiana Maslany. I know nothing about her other than that show, and I've never watched that show, but I've heard good things. Ansel is going to be so excited. Oh, I'm sure. Ansel loves Tatiana Maslany. Yes. So, I'm now going to go binge watch Orphan Black, so that way I can get ready for it. Um, but yeah, uh, from what I hear, she's a great actress. She's great playing multiple versions of herself on she that played, show. I, I, I haven't watched the whole series. I only watched a handful of episodes, but mm-hmm. she played so many versions of herself. Yeah. And they're clones, not like, it's, it's not like alternate universe versions. Right. They're just slightly different. They're clones, so they're all completely different roles. Yeah. So, uh yeah, so we've got that. That's exciting. It means we're going to get a She-Hulk show soon, which I think is going to be great. I still really hope that it's going to be a legal drama and it's just, she shows up just like she does in the comics where she's just, she's big and green. Not like She's not like Hulk green, but she's still muscular and, you know, but she wears I don't, I don't know much about She-Hulk. Is she like green all the time? Or is it like Hulk that she goes back and forth? I, I I feel like she used to go back and forth all the time, but I feel like now she is constantly green, kind of kind of like the. She's the like Sp- Professor Hulk, not yeah, Hulk. yeah, and okay. so that's what I'm hoping for. I am hoping that we get like a Boston legal style drama where she shows up and she's Warrior's just a muscular green woman. She's just a, a muscular green woman in in the friggin' business street or business suit and skirt with the high heels. And yep. then, you know, every so often she's got to go throw a car at some bad dude. Like, <laughs> I, I, that would just make my day. Like, that's the show we get. So, um, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, we'll go ahead and stay with Marvel. Chris Hemsworth has said he is not done with Thor after the next Thor movie. So, which is great. He is, he is here to stay for a while. I mean, uh, I can't say I'm super surprised after... The last uh, Men in Black didn't do quite so hot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm sure he's like, I'll just stick with this for a little bit longer. I'm going I'm to make, I know where my bread is buttered. So just keep giving this me. This didn't forward. do very well. So let me go make a little bit more money before I pick another project. Right. Which is, which is fine. Don't blame I don't blame him. I, no. No. Chris Evans is getting to do whatever he wants to do now. And that's great. He's also, <laughs> but he's also chosen to do smaller projects. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Robert Downey Jr. can literally do whatever the hell he wants. 
hence why we got a Doolittle movie this year. He doesn't care if it does well. He got his money. Yeah, exactly. He had fun. He's going to move on to the next thing. Exactly. So now he can focus on doing, you know, Sherlock Holmes 3 or whatever the hell else. He's sitting there going, I'm not in jail after a drug conviction, so I'm good. Right. So... Uh, Mark, I had my redemption arc. This is this is my time. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's busy doing the activism thing. Plus, he'll still. Did get you know he's from Kenosha? Mark Ruffalo is from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I did not know that. He, I was watching. Sorry, totally random off topic, but I was watching That's the Daily Show as I do. Senior. I was watching the Daily Show, and. Uh, he was on it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, what a, not surprised, like, he's, he's a social activist, and then Trevor Noah was like, we're gonna talk to him about his hometown of Kenosha, Wisconsin, and I was like, what? Honestly. Sure enough, he got, he got on, he's like, I did ever be in the news, except for maybe a factory closing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, honestly, that, now thinking about his demeanor and a little bit of his accent, that makes so much sense. No Thanks for blowing my more. mind. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So. Uh, Sorry, anyway, back to what you were saying. Anyway, yeah, but but Ruffalo's, you know, he does, he kind of does whatever he wants to do too. He's not, he's never been one to do the big budget movies anyway, other than the Avengers stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, he can keep doing the whole thing if he wants to. It doesn't even have to be a big part of it anymore. But Hemsworth has had several films that just did not take off like they were supposed to men in black international which sucks because i like him and i like tessa thompson and honestly there were parts of that movie that were good and then the rest of it just meh i wouldn't say it was awful but it wasn't as good as it could have been uh to quote lucy utterly watchable so uh One of our favorite phrases yes it it was better than venom i'll say that much <laughs> sony i'm on to you uh and then yeah so he did that he also he had a cameo in the vacation reboot sequel thing that came out a few years ago and that did okay but it was a bit part Faux and then ghostbusters Busters, whatever you want to call it that turd uh and he's supposedly the only bright spot in it and i'm going he is so much better than this material i mean he was but he was still the only the, the only enjoyable thing really and he really wasn't even enjoyable in that. Like, I found myself more annoyed with him than anything. So, but that's I, about that whole movie. They're, they're trying to be all feminist and, and pro-women, and that's great. But yeah. then they turn around and they give the only male character the stereotypical femi- female part. And I'm like, well, n- no. They made him a hero. No, that's, that's, that's not... That's, that's well, not well, how... That's, that's not how we get ahead. Just, we don't just flip the script. Right. You everybody an intelligent, watchable, well-rounded character. Just because... You can give the best parts to the females to make a point. Cool. I'm all for that, but don't don't make the dude the idiot just because you're mad that the woman's always the pretty idiot. Like, right. come on. We're yeah. better. Uh, no. no, just because Thor and Chris Hemsworth in real life are both male bimbos, mimbos, does that... Himbos. The phrase is himbo. It used to be mimbos, but it's that's okay. himbo now. Well, either times. way, either way, doesn't matter. Does not mean we need to continue it on. God, that movie is terrible. Oh, uh, why are we talking about it? Anyway, you can you can even make him like a lovable idiot without taking it to the degree they did. Yeah, like they made him 
So dumb. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least Rick Moranis in the original was just, he was dumb, but he was well-meaning and not a complete... He, he was still a lo- just a lovable, socially awkward idiot. Oof, yeah. Like the best, like the rest of us. That's fine. So, anyway, but he yeah. He just couldn't take a hint, and he kept trying to shoot his shot, no matter how much he failed. And then he got taken advantage of by, by Janine Melnitz in the sequel, and it was great. I was rooting for him the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so Hemsworth doesn't have the greatest track record. He's done some good things. He's had some great performances. I'd like to see him. Yeah, get we're not disparaging Chris Hemsworth no. at all. No, he even just had a few missteps yeah. in recent years outside of Thor. Yeah, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, but if he's got to stick with Thor just to make a paycheck, I'm all for it. Especially he's since family. He does, especially since Taika Waititi's still on board and seriously knows how to write for or write comedy for him, and that's yes. the key. Because Thor is hilarious in Ragnarok, like yeah. like everybody is, but Thor Thor ups his game in that movie. So, um, so yeah, so he has said he's back. It sounds like there's rumors going around that he may be also tied into maybe not the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but the Guardians might be tied into the next Thor movie. Which would be good after where we left off in Endgame. Uh, I don't hate that idea. I no, I don't think anybody does. Uh, some of the best interactions were between him and Rocket. So I was say you already have Thor joining the the crew of Guardians of the Galaxy. So why not bring Taika Waititi on board? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was talking about uh, Thor and the the Guardians. Oh, but yeah, always bring Taika Waititi in. Why not? So well, you were talking about Taika Waititi. I thought you were still. That's who you're still talking. Yeah, about. no, no. You know how? Look, I. I had a giant one of these just full of whiskey and sour mix. You can go on a tangent. You just have to make sure you're taking me with you. Yeah, no. The the, the only tangent that I could stay on the rails for was that one in the first half. So, um, so yeah. So, Hemsworth, Thor forever. Great. Cool. Hope we get five and six yeah. out of it. Let's, let's do a second trilogy. Uh, and then, we talked about it on last show or the show before. I think it was the last show. Oh, so Robert Pattinson who we never had confirmed whether or not he has COVID or not, but apparently is back on set for the Batman. So everything's a-okay. That movie's still back on track. So huzzah. We'll see it in 2021. Yay. Happy for you, Rob Pats. Excuse me. Speaking of which, did you watch the trailer for The Devil All the Time last night after we watched our movie? No, I have the, the, the auto play trailers turned off on my Netflix. So oh, I, I always just get the the art. I don't get the the trailer. Okay. Gotcha. But I did add the movie to my list and I do intend to watch it. Okay. Check out that trailer and then and then we'll watch the movie at some point. Maybe we should do that for the show. Um but basically uh it's Robert Pattinson as a what seems to be a pretty slimy like southern pastor and uh uh Spider Man. Uh, why can I not remember his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> That's why I got to quit drinking. Tom Holland is a young man who is out to to stop him. So uh, it's 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 a period piece. It looks like it's set in like the fifties or sixties. Um, I think I saw um, Sebastian Stan in there. He might Unless be. I... I think I think Chris Evans was supposed to be in this movie at one point, and it wound up not working out. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it looks great. So, and neither one of their Southern accents sounded terrible from the trailer. So I'm like, all right, let's check it out. So to be fair, there's a lot of 
when you get into linguistics, right. there's a lot of talk of the southern accent is actually derivative of English accents, just yep. basically slowed down and adapted over time. Yeah. So you could argue that it would be almost easier for someone with an English accent to learn a southern accent. Right. Depending on what dialect, what type of accent they come from and what type of accent they're going to. Yeah. Um, obviously not all English accents are the same and not all southern accents are the same. Yeah. So all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close out the show with this. Ooh, Bill Skarsgard's in it too. Yeah, oh. Sebastian Stan is in it. Oh, there you go. So yeah, it's got an all-star cast. So we'll watch that on Netflix. We'll we'll let everybody know what we think next week. Um, I sent you a story a little while ago about Kristen Bell. I was like, you've sent me a lot of stories. I know, but I sent you one about Kristen Bell. I just kind of uh-huh. want to close out on this because I think I'm going to throw up a poll after we drop this episode. Uh, okay. I'm kind of curious to see what everybody's thoughts are. We're not parents. Like we don't we don't have children. I've got dogs, so I've got a cat and four nieces and nephew. Yeah. So, uh, according to the story, Kristen Bell's kids, she caught them, they're, they're doing the, the homeschool thing where they do the Zoom classes, which yeah. my niece and nephew are doing, which I think is great. Um, you know. Some of my nieces and nephews are. Yeah. Uh, however, <laughs> Kristen Bell told a story and she asked us not to get judgy, and I'm not going to get judgy mm-hmm. about it. Uh, Which I told you, I, I rarely judge Kristen Bell because yeah. she seems like a decent human being. So I'm just going to read read her story. So uh, if you know anything about uh, Kristen Bell and specifically her husband, Dax Shepard, uh, Dax Shepard is uh, an alcoholic. Uh, recovering alcoholic. Recovering alcoholic. To be specific. Yes, sorry. So, mm-hmm. uh, and not just alcohol, but other vices as well. Just trying to be as clear as possible. Yeah, and he is—he is very much open about it. If you listen to uh, how many how many years did it say he's been in recovery since? I think it said '05. Yeah, so yeah, 15, fifteen years sober—that's that's pretty impressive. So yeah, uh, if you listen to his show, Armchair Expert, he does. Uh, seems like every episode talks about some facet of his life that you know kind of ties around that from being sexually abused to being in a, a recovering alcoholic to. Uh, recovering from drugs, drug use, and all that. Um, so Kristen Bell told this story, uh, and I don't remember what show it was on. Not that it's really relevant, but here's the quote from her. Uh, I'm just going to read the story. My husband brought home a six-pack of Odules last night, and my daughters often ask for Odules. Odules being a non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason for this is because when we had our first child and my husband would put her in the baby Bjorn, we'd walk around the neighborhood, and he'd pop a non-alcoholic beer in his hand, and the baby would paw at it and put the rim in her mouth. It makes him feel close to their dad. Which it said in the story, he drinks Odules to help him stay in recovery. Yes. So he still gets the, the, the experience of having a beer, Yes. Without jeopardizing his sobriety. Yeah. So anyway, so, so she, so we, we use that to start with this. So basically the story goes, uh, Kristen Bell's kids are learning, uh, from home virtually, uh, and recently caught her daughters, Delta and Lincoln drinking non-alcoholic beer while taking their class. So, uh, hold on. Sorry. Let's see trying to find the other bit. So uh, for why they were drinking Odules during class, the actress explained how they get 15 minute breaks where they can grab snacks. So she walked in on Delta and Lincoln 
sipping your doolies. Yeah. Which uh, having I spent I spent today with my niece, because um, someone had to sit with her while she did school. Yeah. And she periodically would get like five, ten minute breaks to just she would just come out and, you know, get a drink. She'd sit and chat with me, watch TV for a little bit, and then go back to school. So yeah. I I get it. You know, you can't expect a kid to sit there on the computer for, you know, hours and hours and hours on end. No, no. Uh, especially not at that age. So yeah. so so watching them drinking on these uh their their O'Duels uh during the Zoom call. Uh and Which, so uh, in their defense, I don't know how old they are, but if it's normal for you to just be drinking this at home, if you're if you're of a school age, there's a decent chance that you just don't think about it, and wow. you know you go get a snack, you you have one, yep. you don't think about what everybody else is going to react because that's just normal to you. Well, and she's she's even said that like when they go out to restaurants and stuff, it's not unusual for the girls to have yeah. no deals there too, which to you and me might sound strange like i i don't know I, if if i had kids if i'd just let them drink non-alcoholic beer just not something i'd think about it's obviously it's yeah. non-alcoholic so it's not going to hurt them um but yeah so uh she this was on the say yes with carla hall podcast that's that's where the story came about so she pressed preface the story with this she goes i'm going to get a lot of flack for this and let me start by saying i don't care you're welcome to tell me i'm a terrible parent i don't care i'm a great parent i think i'm learning every day yeah. So you've already said you're not judging her. I'm not <laughs> judging her, uh, especially especially not over something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just I'm kind of curious. Like I said, we don't have kids, so you guys listening that do have children, uh, that do have children of an age that they would just go and grab a snack from from the fridge. Yeah. Would you let your kids drink an alcohol or non-alcoholic beer? Not necessarily during school. I think the answer to that is probably shouldn't do that, but. If it's normal, it's normal for you. I, I will say, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I'd probably have been like, hell no, like, that's not okay. Why would you do that? But as I've gotten older, A, as I watch some of my peers navigate moving from life with their parents to life without their parents and uh, the various ways that that transition can go, I have found that the, the, the children of super strict parents that made a lot of things taboo Mm-hmm. and made them feel restricted are the ones that went absolutely bonkers yeah like i had a friend whose parents were super like really ridiculously strict and she always resented them for it all through high school and then she left for college i want to say two weeks before i did because my I, my school always started super late compared to everybody else right and i remember that first week she was in the dorms she called me at least three times to tell me how drunk she'd gotten the night before. Oh, shit. Yeah. And she had already slept with someone, too, for the first time. Like, that was the first week she was in the dorms. And I was just like, what the fuck? But, like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, certain things that, like, were seen as taboo and I can't do, like, yeah. once you actually, like, start to do it, you're like, this isn't that big of a deal like i i always talk about um like bleeping cuss words yeah when it's bleeped it sounds so bad and oh my gosh they said something has to be bleep but then once you start like hearing people cuss in real life you're like this this isn't that it's not that big of a deal like who, right. who cares so the more you like certain things that are there are certain things that should be kept from kids i'm not saying let kids do whatever they want that's not what i'm yeah. saying but the idea of letting them drink non-alcoholic beer with with the preface of she says too in that article that 
she ha they have made sure that the kids understand his alcoholism what it means what happened they know everything yeah so these kids are probably more prepared to go out into the real world and be surrounded by people who drink and start drinking than probably most kids are yeah because they're already aware of what happens when you when you take it too far yeah and they, they've already kind of like what what's going to be special about drinking a beer when yeah. you've grown up drinking non-alcoholic beer you're like oh this beer has alcohol woo yeah like so like the more you make things super taboo mm -hmm. there's not all kids but there's going to be a lot of kids that are going to want that's just going to make them want to do it right versus the kids whose parents let them do just about anything left for college and were like meh whatever yeah, yeah. so that's 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 my take that's fair uh my my thought process if you'd asked me 10 years ago i'm like fuck just give the kid a real beer like come on like there's there's ones that are not, you know low enough in content to, to just yeah here have a natty light it's like drinking water anyway i was like don't give him a tank seven yeah don't give him a tank seven you gotta you gotta baby step your way up to that so uh you know i i personally to I anyone outside the kansas city area i apologize you're gonna be confused tank seven uh, is from boulevard and it's super high in alcohol content for a beer i was gonna say they've actually spread their distribution so it's a little further out there than than just the midwest now so anyway yeah, but so. either way uh yeah no my thought process is, is yeah you you've explained it to the kids they understand if yeah. if you look over you know in europe like italy i mean the kids are drinking wine with the family at dinner yeah um, you know they don't they don't focus on the whole partying and binge drinking that we do over here I don't know if that just stems from throwing tea in the fucking ocean back in 1776 or what the hell that comes from, but uh, yeah, like when yeah, there's not an emphasis on binging. the kind of culture around drinking in other countries. Like people, yeah, people talk about Germany, like oh, there's no drink. Well, okay, there is a drinking age in Germany. It's just not as strictly enforced as it is here, right? And yeah, like at 18, you can you can drink in in the UK, but look culture around drinking is different i mean I, I can't really speak a ton about the germany like but like the uk the culture around drinking is more okay you go have dinner and a couple drinks at the pub with your friends and then you go home and you do that they may drink when you break it down by how much they're drinking like volume wise it's probably similar to what the average person drinks here however they're, what we drink in like one or two days on the weekends, they drink over the course of an entire week. Yeah. So yeah, they, there's talk about, you know, people in the UK drink too much too, but they're not like going out and getting smashed every weekend. Right. They only people do it. Are, but most people are just, like I said, going out to the pub of an evening and having a couple drinks and then going home. Yeah. So. Versus here. Yeah. There's people that literally spend every weekend just getting completely obliterated, blackout yeah. drunk. Right, some just, just completely killing their leverage. Cope. So, anyway, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, like I said, there will be a poll that goes along with that uh, with that story. So please feel free to vote on it if you got kids. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know. Email us and 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 uh, we'll talk about it again on the next show when we start up again. Uh, just because I, I found the topic kind of interesting, so I wanted to do yeah. it, and I feel like this show is gonna start changing to more of that format as we as we still try to figure out what's going on with the whole movie situation right now. Um, yeah. So we might find just different topics to just start talking about uh, yeah. that aren't just movie related as much as we enjoy 
like again that's our lifeblood that's what we do it's what we tell like yeah. we, we started this show because we love movies there is more to life than that and like i said as we're trying to figure out what's going to happen next with our industry we can't constantly just share uh stories that start all start sounding the same <laughs> We After, can't have every show be like, well, this movie changed dates, and this movie changed dates, and this yeah. movie changed date. Like, right. that, that'd get so, real old real fast. It does. I mean, hell, it's already gotten old real we're, fast. We're already sick of it, and we have to live it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. All that being said, feel free to hit us up, uh, mydrunkmovietheater at gmail.com. Hit the subscribe button. Never miss an episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We love interacting with people on there. It's been me more... A lot here recently, but that's because I'm just trying to, to spread our audience um, out there. But you can interact with Trisha too. Also, if you're listening, yes, I try to limit my social media time for my own mental health, but that's why I go to that one so that way I'm not constantly looking at, at news on my other one because that, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not good. But uh, you guys are listening, please feel free. It's uh, today is the 17th, yesterday was Trisha's birthday. Wish her a late happy birthday at Trisha86. That's her personal Twitter feed. Go harass her on there. Give her a happy birthday wish. You can also do it at drunk underscore theater as well. Um, you know, boost her ego a bit. She needs it. She she's she's having a rough year too. She didn't get to go to Scotland for her birthday no. like, like she wanted to. Let her know. She's loved. I can only say it so much. She doesn't listen to me after a while. So um, that's gonna do it for this for us this week. Thanks again to 2.0 and Megan for joining the show. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks again to Midwest Meltdown for letting us do their ad read. I need to get them to do a, just a promo so I don't even have to do that anymore. Pro they probably won't just because they keep getting the city wrong that they're in. But either way, <laughs> uh, there we go. That's going to do it. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And be nice to your damn movie staff. <laughs>